0: Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. How many of you have ever felt lost? Okay, we have some honest folk. That's good. Uh I've been lost several times, um, just, just a few weeks ago, and I, I am so ashamed to admit this, but men, you'll, you'll probably, you know, sympathize and, and agree that this, this probably happens more often, and I just need to get used to it. Christmas is a hard time to go shopping for your spouse, and this year for a new daughter, And one day, I was like, okay, i got to do the Christmas shopping. i got to get out and do that. So I headed over to Walmart. I grabbed the shopping cart, and I wandered that store for two hours, up and down the aisles, and guess what I left with? Nothing. I was absolutely lost. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to look for. I was going up and down the aisles and just looking like a total putz. And I felt like a big loser. I was like, oh, I'm so lost. I don't know what I'm doing. Other times, maybe when we're traveling, I've gotten lost. I know of a story where Olivia and I were uh, traveling, and um, I missed the, the exit and, that I was supposed to take, and then kept wandering forward and realized, oh, the exit was way back there. Now we're lost. We need to figure out how to get turned around. Feeling lost, whether it's we're traveling or whether it's we're just kind of feeling lost, is not an enjoyable experience, right? When we are lost, we end up going in circles. We end up in the wrong place. We end up sometimes even a worse place than when we started. We end up wasting our time, wasting our energy, wasting precious fuel that costs so much money to do that little u-turn we end up overpaying for things we get taken advantage of our anxiety increases we start to panic and so we make dumb decisions and you know if we're trying to get back on the road we 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 miss the turn again or we uh, get lost again and and then it's just worse and worst of all, especially if you're traveling with someone you care about, they'll say, I told you so. I told you not to miss that exit, Brad. I told you it was right there. I won't get into that, though. That, that doesn't happen in our, our vehicle, right? <laughs> and so getting lost and feeling lost is no fun. And yet, sometimes, this is exactly how we just live our everyday lives. We feel lost, maybe in our jobs. We go to work every day and just go, why am I here? Why am I doing this? This is such a grind. This is such a pain. I hate this. And we don't find the fulfillment that we're looking for in our jobs. We feel lost in our lives, and so sometimes we just continue to struggle with the same problem over and over and over again, not coming to any kind of resolution, just feeling lost. When we're lost in life, in our relationships, we can end up surrounded by people who are a bad influence on us. They tear us down, they lead us into making bad decisions, and we go, why am I even hanging out with these people? They, they're not there for me, and yet... Here I am, again, hanging out with them, feeling lost. We feel lost when we make decisions. We have an important decision coming up, and rather than do it with wisdom and discerning what God's will might be for that thing, we just panic, and we, we jump right into that bad thing, that bad decision, and we make our decisions based on fear and worry rather than on what's right. And so when we're lost and all these things, we'll, we'll look back and wonder, why have I wasted so much time? Why didn't I start that family earlier? Why didn't I save that money for that retirement? Or why didn't I go see the doctor sooner when I felt that ache? And then we'll lose relationships as we get lost. We, we will just find ourselves looking for a place to fit in and, and maybe if you, it works out for a little bit, but then you're like, no, this isn't it. I still feel lost. And you end up losing that group and losing relationships and you're just lost. Feeling lost is not a good feeling. Now, the good news is the Bible has a lot to say about getting unlost. <laughs> which I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going with it. We're going to be reading from Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 to 14. So if you have your Bibles, if you have a device, you can flip there now. Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 through 14. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to the church in Philippi, saying, this is how I live my life so that I don't feel Lost. Here's what he says, beginning in verse 8. Indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I want to repeat the last two verses because this is the key text for us this morning. One thing I do, I forget what lies behind, and I strain forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul is saying here that pursuing a life after God is the best Life possible. It, it is a life where you don't feel lost because there's only one thing you're pursuing, and that's God. Earlier uh, in verses that we didn't read, Paul is kind of listing off different things that he has going for him in his life, his heritage and things that he's owned in the past and things like that. And he says, all of that doesn't matter. All that I count as loss. All that is rubbish. One thing that matters is pursuing a life with God. A life pursuing God does not mean we're lost. And this is exactly what the Apostle Paul is saying. In a different verse, Matthew 6.33, Jesus says to us, to his disciples, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. When we feel lost, we end up pursuing things— Whether that be money, relationships, new job, fancy car, big house. Sometimes they're bad things, drugs, gambling, whatever. When we're not pursuing God, we're pursuing other things that just get us lost. And a life pursuing God is a life not lost. A life spent pursuing God is a life not lost. Picture yourself in a car. You're here in Amherst, and you need to get to, we'll say, Moncton. And you've never been there before, hypothetically speaking, because I know probably most of you have, but pretend you've never been there. And I say, all right, get in your car and head to Moncton. Are you going to know how to get there? Probably not. Now, if I gave you a GPS, Global Positioning System, and you typed in Moncton, it would tell you exactly how to get there. There, we got a GPS right there. (laughs) When we don't have the right tools in our lives, and we're traveling, we end up getting lost but if I gave you a GPS, if I gave you a map, if I gave you a compass and told you to get from point A to point B and you didn't know how to get there originally, now you do. That's exactly what a life-pursuing God does for us. God's Word and a relationship with God is like a GPS. It points us in the right direction. It gets us to where we're trying to go. It gets us unlost out of our lives where we are feeling lost. And so a life spent pursuing God is a life not lost. When we have the right tools, when we're pursuing God, things work out. We are able to determine where we want to go and where we don't want to go. We're able to get back on track and avoid detours. We find quicker, more efficient ways to get to where we're going, and we actually arrive at the destination that we want. We don't get lost when we travel with a GPS. We don't get lost in our lives when we pursue God. So how do you pursue God in your life? Well, number one, you have to actually set the destination. You have to decide that you are going to pursue God, And some of the ways we do that, we get into the Word, we read our Bibles daily to see what He has to say for us today, for our lives. We pray, we speak to God, we ask God to give us direction. As Linda pointed out earlier, we commit to a small group. We get plugged in and and have other people who are also pursuing God, speaking it in our lives to help us discern what the will of God may be. As we start to pursue God through these various ways, we begin to realize what God's clear will for our lives are, and we no longer feel lost. So we have to set the destination, and that destination needs to be pursuing God. After that we have to examine our lives and decide where in our lives do we feel lost so that God can speak specifically to those areas so that we can get unlost in those places. Maybe you feel lost in your marriage. It's not very healthy and you're not communicating well and, and there's tension and there's drama. You pursue God. And as you pursue God, you start to see that your marriage becomes healthier. You're talking again. You're communicating. The the tension is That's not the right word. Receding. I almost said residing. That wouldn't have worked. (laughs) If you feel lost, maybe because your kids or your grandkids are not currently pursuing God, and and you feel that stress, and you, you feel that emotion of... I want my kids to pursue God, and they're not. As you pursue God, as you pray, you start to see, not always, but you start to see that they start to take it seriously, that the the hypocrisy in your own life starts to go away, and they see clearly that you really do care to pursue God, and they begin to pursue God as well. It could be that you feel lost because of your finances, you feel financial pressure, you're you're going in the red and you're not in the black and uh, it's just not going well. You start to pursue God. You start to give your tithes. You start to uh, give uh, to the community. You start to serve and you realize that you now have financial peace entering into your life. You might feel lost because maybe there's anxiety or depression or some terrible addiction in your life that is holding you back from a deeper walk with God. It's, it's destroying your relationships with others. It's destroying your, your time at work. It's, it's throwing you completely off. And as you pursue God, you start to experience freedom from that addiction, from that anxiety, from that depression, that thing that is holding you back so that you can become free and delivered from the bondage that you're enslaved in. You might feel lost in your relationships with others. You, you don't know where you fit in and you're, you're part of these groups and there's bad influences in them and you don't know how to get out of them. As you pursue God, you realize that he has a better community for you in a small group or in a church that you can commit to and you get out of those bad relationships. You get away from those bad influences and you get plugged in to a healthier environment and you start to see that your relationships are being restored, that you're feeling more at peace, that you're feeling like you belong. It could be that you feel lost because you're just uncomfortable in your own skin. You look at yourself in the mirror, and you say ugly, unlovable, unwanted. But as you pursue God and you study his word, you, d- you learn that you have been made in his image that you have been redeemed by his blood and that those labels you put on yourself mean nothing and you experience freedom from them and you become comfortable in your own skin. You might feel lost because you have so much conflict with another person in your life. It could be a a parent, a spouse, a child, a co-worker, and you just feel that inner tension in your heart where you're like, oh, i have just feeling burdened by the world. There's so much conflict and I don't know how to, to deal with this and I'm angry and I'm holding a grudge against that person. And as you pursue God, you learn that we are called to forgive our enemies and you do it. And all of a sudden you feel that freedom from the conflict that is stirring in your heart that is holding you back. We have to set the destination on pursuing God. And then we have to take those parts of our lives where we feel lost and give them to God and say, Help me overcome that addiction. Help me overcome that relationship. Help me overcome that struggle that I am in. And as you pursue God, you become unlost. Because a life spent pursuing God is a life not lost. Kyle and Alicia are going to come up and close us in a song, but as they do that, I need to make one thing very clear about all of this. That this starts with a choice. You see, God has given each one of us free will to make our own decisions, good or bad. And a life pursuing God requires us to make that conscious choice. We can't just go through life and expect God to be some sort of butler that uh, attends to our every need no matter what. We have to pursue him. We have to study his word. We have to be in prayer. We have to be in that relationship with him. And so for the rest of the month, we're going to be talking about the journey. But the first step is deciding to pursue God and making that choice. So if you're here this morning and maybe you've never made that decision before to pursue God or to follow Jesus, you can come talk to me. You can come talk to Pastor Cheryl or anyone that's wearing a red crew shirt. Maybe you're here and you have been pursuing God in your life, but you still feel lost in one specific area that you just need some help on. You can come talk to those very same people. We want to help you in your pursuit of God. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become Down to Earth people following Jesus in Down to Earth ways.